Hello, everybody. It's Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. Listen, I'm just going to get this out of the way at the top of the show. It's a very dark week in the world, okay? Times are bad. Times are very, very bad. We've just reached 100,000 COVID deaths in America, and it's a horrible week for police brutality um, justice for George Floyd, solidarity with the protesters in Minneapolis. Listen, times are bad. We live in hell. That's why it's more important than ever for truly the stupidest celebrity gossip of all time. Just take a break from the dark news cycle and go to the even darker news cycle, which is celebrity gossip. Okay, I'm here to provide that for you in these times, these bad times these crazy crazy times so welcome to hot and rich a show about people who are hot and rich okay these dumb dumb dummies and we're gonna talk about them okay oh it's it's good to be back i took memorial day off and listen i didn't announce it on (laughs) friday's episode because i truly forgot that it was Memorial Day. How did everybody know it was Memorial Day except for me? I didn't know until like Saturday that it was a holiday weekend. I guess usually I have some sort of a job that I like get a three-day weekend from. This time, no, I'm fully unemployed and I didn't know it was Memorial Day weekend. I forgot that that was even a thing. So um, yeah, I impulsively on Monday decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take the day off. I took naps. I chillaxed. I watched literally every episode of Selling Sunset. Okay. Best show of all time. Literally, name a better show. Name a better show than Selling Sunset. You can't do it. It's the best show of all times. Who, what is The Sopranos? Never heard of it. I know about Selling Sunset. I know about Chriselle. I know about Christine. I know about Amanza. Amanza. Okay, we love Amanza. We love Amanza. Ugh, if you haven't seen Selling Sunset yet, season two or season one, you have to binge it. It's actually maybe the best reality show of all time. Like, I almost wish this was just a podcast about Selling Sunset because I could fill an entire hour just on Selling Sunset. And I want to thank them for all their hard work selling those beautiful houses to the hot and rich community. Without them, the hot and rich people of LA wouldn't have anywhere to live. Okay? No one would buy that $40 million house without them. And that is bravery. I love that show so much. Okay, you know what? We're going to have a great show today. Claire Downs is coming in the second half, and we're going to talk about Mustique and so many other good, good things. It's great. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. All right, let's do it. Let's get into a segment I like to call Hot Seconds. (laughs) 
All right, everybody, this is Hot Seconds. It's a segment on Hot and Rich where we talk about things, but just for a second, okay? And if you're in the know, you call it Hot Sex, okay? True heads know that the nickname for Hot Seconds is Hot Sex. Even though it's not Horny Friday, it's Unhorny Wednesday. <laughs> we still call it Hot Sex. That's the nickname for Hot Seconds. I mean, it's more of a Friday nickname. It's more of a Horny Friday nickname. You're right, Muffin Party in the chat. That's a Friday nickname. Okay, you know what? I'll keep it in my pants. I'll be professional. I'll call it by its full Christian name, Hot Seconds. All right, our first Hot Second is about Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. Bri Bri. <laughs> I don't know why I called him that. Bri Bri confirmed the breakup with his wife of 10 years. They were together 10 years. Megan Fox. He has a podcast. He talked about it on the podcast. He said that they've been separated for months now. He said that Megan told him she felt better and more like herself when she was out of the country filming and he wasn't there. So, which is kind of funny. It's like she eat, pray, loved while like shooting like Randall Emmett's movie in Puerto Rico or something. <laughs> but she found out she was like, oh, I don't like being around you. Let's get a divorce. Um, so yeah, they're done though. She might be dating Machine Gun Kelly. We've talked about that on an episode. Uh, they haven't confirmed their love. We do know that at the very least they are hot and in a music video together. So that's basically like being in love. In Hollywood, that's almost like being married, frankly. Um, okay, this is a topic I've been dying to talk about since the weekend. Khloe Kardashian's new face. Okay. I have so many feelings. I have so many thoughts. Okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, stop what you're doing. Go to Khloe Kardashian's Instagram. Look at this photo she posted. Okay. If you're watching the show, the photo on the left is her old face. The photo on the right is her new face. This, my friends, is the same person. Okay. This is the same person. I think it might be partially facetuned okay so let's give facetune the artistic credit here okay we're, you know we're gonna credit our artists the hardworking artists over at facetune probably had something to do with this this work of art but whew, it does seem like she's gotten some procedures done it just doesn't look like her it looks like malika a lot of people are saying she looks like her best friend malika hawk I put their faces next to each other. Let's let's zoom in on that. Make that a little bigger. Look at that. She does look like Malika. <laughs> I, t I picked a picture of Malika from her clear blue pregnancy spawn con that she did when she announced her pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. All right. Um, I found this article from The Insider where a plastic surgeon was interviewed about what he thinks Chloe did to her face, which is like my favorite genre of celebrity news article. Like it's, <laughs> I love when they get a plastic surgeon to weigh in on why celebrities faces look so different. Um, okay. So this guy said, quote, he, uh, Oh, sorry. The guy they interviewed said that he thinks that she had buccal fat removal, which is, quote, a type of fat in a person's cheeks, 
When these fat pads are removed, it can create a more sculpted look in the hollow part of the cheek, according to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons. Then this doctor, Moritzetta, said Kardashians to find jawline could be due to filler injections. He said, quote, there's definitely modifications to filler in her jawline, cheekbone, chin area and lips he said and then after that it's contacts and lashes and makeup and photoshop and filters those are the things that i noticed when i looked at the photograph end quote wow can we just go back to her face for a second it's just so different i mean she's obviously gotten we already know she's gotten about 20 nose jobs right and i and it could be real nose jobs or it could just be the Nose jobs that they do with fillers. Listen, do I love that we're scrutinizing the tiny details of a woman's appearance? Is that feminist? No, probably not. But it's the Kardashians. It's the Kardashians. They get money every time we say their name. So I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. Um, She also like revealed the picture of her new face like kind of as a like look at my new hair color they always say if you get a big like plastic surgery thing done usually you also couple it with like a hair change so that people just focus on the hair and not that your face is completely different and they think that you'd look hotter because you got plastic surgery and not or because you got hair not plastic surgery anyway um I didn't pull this quote but I did read the article and they talked about how plastic surgery opened up, I think, in early May in Beverly Hills. So people have been getting plastic surgery during quarantine. It's now I mean, it's been an essential service for a month or so. Um, But yeah, so even if it wasn't allowed, there would be someone that the Kardashians could pay to do plastic surgery on them. And frankly, frankly, it's not a bad time to get work done. Because like. You don't have to leave your house. All right. Speaking of plastic surgery, our girl Chrissy Teigen is getting her titties taken out today, I think. She posted on Instagram about it. She's getting her implants taken out. Congrats on the implant removal. Rest in peace, boob implants. Maybe we'll do a little memorial service for the breast implants on Friday. Congrats. Congrats to the Tite on being natural. Good for you, Chrissy. Good for you. Okay, really quick, we have an Amanda Bynes update. Um, she took to her Instagram account a few days ago to say that she's back in school attending online classes at FITM. She said that, quote, she spent the last two months in treatment, worked on coping skills to help with my social anxiety that caused me to drop out of school months ago, back on track and doing well. She also said, I'm now living in a transitional living and doing therapy during the week. And of course, this is great news. She's still engaged to Paul, to Paul. And I'm happy for them. I follow Paul, her fiance on Instagram. And he seems to be doing great, too. I saw him at a park drinking iced coffee a couple weeks ago. Happy for him. All right, let's talk about Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. This is our next hot second. Oh, my God, they also broke up. There's so many breakups. Holy shite, man. The Riverdale couple is done, though. I mean, we kind of knew this already, but now we know it more. A source 
spoke to page six um about this and said that they broke up before the pandemic so a few months ago and they're still friends also apparently cole sprouse looks like this now look how what if you're listening to the podcast version of the show let's make that a little bigger he's very tan like orangey tan and he's got just the wispiest goatee and a ponytail. <laughs> it's so tan. It's borderline problematic. It's very tan. Now, I didn't do this on purpose, but our next topic is about Jimmy Fallon doing blackface. This is just a big yikes. You may have noticed that it, there was a trending topic on Twitter that was Jimmy Fallon is over a party. That's because people found uh, an image of, or not an image, a clip of him doing his uh what was it an impression of chris rock he did a chris rock impression on snl in the year 2000 and it kind of resurfaced over the weekend anyway he apologized i'm not gonna read his apology let's just quickly move off that topic i mean jesus christ huge yikes uh okay scott disick and sophia ritchie are broken up I knew this. Okay, I called it last week, didn't I? Didn't I say I knew in my heart, my car dar told me that these two were broken up. My car dar told me months ago, really, that they were broken up. I probably knew that they were broken up before they knew they were broken up. But yeah, I mean, they've been quarantining apart. Apparently, according to a source who spoke to page six. He was going back to his old ways and she didn't like it. I mean, we shouldn't joke about that. He did go to rehab for one day. So I think it is something serious going on. If you forgot, he did check into rehab for one day and checked out, I think, the same day. Something's going on. He's going through something right now. My heart goes out to Scott, Scotty D. Scott Disick, we love you, man iconic um an iconic member of the kardashian family here's a very quick hot and rich anecdote if you don't know one time scott disick shoved a 100 dollars bill in a waiter's mouth in las vegas on camera it's in an episode of the kardashians maybe i'll pull that clip for horny friday it's not a horny moment it's a horrible moment terrible thing to do but he did it he did it he did it so maybe maybe by going back to his old ways Sophia is talking about how he's maybe he's doing that again maybe he's shoving hundos into service workers mouths money is not sanitary that would be a that would be even worse to do now frankly because you could catch COVID and regular germs all right speaking of celebrity breakups should we see if Zach Braff and Florence Pugh broke up? This is a segment I call, Are Zach Braff and Florence Pugh Still Together? And my answer is, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to talk Mary-Kate's divorce, Gabrielle Union, Octavia Spencer, Jennifer Garner. And then after that, we're going to be joined by Claire Downs. So stay tuned. 
All right, we're back. Hey, thank you, PP Smoker in the chat, for gifting all those subs on Twitch. If you are a podcast listener of the show, you can still subscribe to the show on Twitch using your free Prime Twitch subscription. Every month, Amazon Prime gives you a free Twitch sub, and you can use that to give me some money so that the show can, you know, kind of be a job that I get paid for. I mean... That's the goal, right? That's the that's the dream here. That's the dream. Um, so thank you to everyone who has subscribed and everyone who's left Apple podcast reviews. Everything that you do to support the show helps the show. Can you believe it? Wow. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's just get into our main topics before we get Claire on the horn here. Um, we're getting more insight into the Mary Kate and Olivier Sarkozy divorce as the days go by. Um, so let's talk about that. Apparently, a big final straw leading up to their breakup involved Olivier moving his ex-wife into his and Mary Kate's Hamptons house so that they could all quarantine together. This is kind of crazy. Um, page six, once again, got the scoop on this. Um, if, if you missed it, the divorce was filed on Monday because the New York courts reopened. Um, but apparently when quarantine started back in uh, back in April, I guess it started in March, but we're talking April. We're talking April. OK, so back in April, earlier on in the core, Sarkozy moved his mom, his ex-wife, Charlotte Bernard and their children into the Hamptons house. A source told page six, quote, Maybe French people culturally have a different view of marriage. And while Mary-Kate loves his children, it was too much to have his ex-wife living with them during the pandemic. Would you want the ex-wife living with you for an unforeseeable amount of time in the middle of a crisis? End quote. <laughs> I love this so much. So specifically because the source talks about like, maybe it's a French thing. Maybe this is a French cultural thing. So I thought I would do some of my own research. I looked up, you know, the lonely, the lonely, what is it called? Lonely Planet Guide for French Etiquette. Let's look at that really quick. Okay, so this is a graphic here. It's got, it's how to be doing etiquette when you're in France. Uh, conversation, it says, use the formal vous when speaking to anyone unknown or older than you. It says, when you go to churches, you should dress modest. You should dress modestly, cover your shoulders. When you get drinks, you should ask for un carafe de eau. That means a free jug of tap water. Um, never end a meal with a cappuccino or a cup of tea. Uh, play French and order un cafe and then you can't quite see this because the chat is covering it <laughs> but uh under divorce it says always sublet le gramercy apartment in the middle of le pandemic always have the ex-wife stay with you at le hampton's house oh okay i guess it is a french custom i guess that was a french custom um if you didn't remember he ended the lease for the Gramercy apartment that that's why she filed for divorce so that she wouldn't have to move out of it apparently she's been living there um, a second source also spoke to page six about this and added quote the moment MK drove out of the driveway in April LVA had his mother kids and wait for this Charlotte his ex-wife move in to keep them in a safer place away from COVID end quote now we have to ask is Mary Kate okay is she okay I don't know Hopefully she has plenty of bowls of cigarettes in the 
325, $325,000 Hamptons rental that she's staying in. Do you ever like read numbers and you're like, how do I say that number? You know, am I just dumb? Sometimes I look at a number and I'm like, I don't know how to say that. $325,000. I don't know if that's a month or for the whole summer. $325,000. Okay, that's a lot of digits. All right, let's talk about Octavia Spencer. I love this so much. This is very charming content. I love Octavia for doing this. Apparently, she's been lying about her age, but only by two years. Not a huge lie just a little lie um apparently she was saying she was 48 but she's actually 50 and she's done with the lies okay she's had a, a come to jesus moment and she's realized she's gonna own being 50 um she apparently had lied like it was on her imdb it was like a fake birthday or something um watch this video that she posted hey y'all sitting out here in the backyard Bringing some sangria and some potato chips, listening to Ronnie Millsap, celebrating my birthday, the big 5-0. Oh, yeah, I know, I've been saying I'm 48, but the internet will always win. <laughs> People putting dates, numbers. I thought we went to school together. I'm 50. How are you 48? Because I want to be. And then all that seems so trivial now. I'm grateful to be turning 50. Especially right now. When we've lost so many. When we've lost so many. Remember this time last year? We talked about deferring your joy. Now if you did not look for the joy... Between May 24th, this time last year, until now. Um, I love that video. I don't have time to play the full clip. We are actually running out of time. I have to get Claire on. Um, let's talk about our next topic, Gabrielle Union. I don't know if you are up to speed on this, but there's been a whole controversy with America's Got Talent. She filed a formal complaint with them because of a lot of incidents of like just unprofessional behavior from the people on the show, particularly in regards to Simon Cowell smoking indoors. And she has a cigarette allergy, Gabrielle Union. Um, so she was like very affected by the indoor cigarette smoke to the point where she got very ill. She talked to Variety about this saying, quote, I couldn't escape. I ended up staying sick for two months straight. It was a cold that lingered and turned into bronchitis because I couldn't shake it. It impacted my voice, which affects my ability to do my job. Um, yeah. So it's not great. Um, she's now finally speaking out about this, like for the first time. She also said, quote, it was challenging to tend to my illness that uh, it was challenging to tend to my illness without being made to feel like I'm responsible for my own sickness. It put me in a position from day one where I felt othered. I felt isolated. I felt singled out as being difficult when I'm asking for basic laws to be followed. I want to come to work and be healthy and safe and listened to. And quote, if you didn't know, it's illegal to smoke indoors in California and like they were on a in a theater doing America's Got Talent. It's an indoor theater. 
She also talked about this racist joke that Jay Leno told on the show. The producers assured her it was going to get edited out, but she was, you know, so she talked about this. The joke was racist against um, Koreans, I believe. Yeah, so it was like Jay Leno made some joke about Koreans eating dogs. Like, truly, like, not funny, stupid 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 joke racist joke um she said about about this racist joke she said quote you cannot edit out what we just experienced there is not an edit button in my brain or in my soul to experience this kind of racism at my job and there be nothing done about it no discipline no company-wide email no reminder of what is appropriate in the workplace end quote i love this she even called out julianne huff's blackface now there's a there's a context to this she was talking about one of the performers on america's got talent doing something that was kind of akin to blackface by performing as impersonating a black singer by wearing black gloves and because she was talking about that she brought up julianne's thing she said quote i'm part of a show that hired one of my coworkers who had an unfortunate incident doing blackface i'd like to trust her at her word that she learned her lesson and has educated herself amid the consequences she faced and is hopefully a better person and quote remember when julianne huff did blackface like not that long ago she played uzo adupa's character from orange is the new black yeah not great not great not great can't believe i'm talking about blackface fucking twice today these are this is so stupid i hate this uh don't do blackface people come on all right anyway it's a great profile it's a really good article about gabrielle union i encourage you all to read it it's in variety she's just great i love her so much i think i might read her book she had a book that came out a couple years ago and that is a celebrity memoir that i kind of I think that might be next on my list. I got to shove the other ones to the side and pick up Gabrielle's. I I think I'm going to do it. Um, Now, before we take a break and bring on Claire Downs, I want to do a quick segment I like to call the Garner Carner. It's a Garner Carner with Jennifer Garner. Jenny, 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 Jennifer Garner. Oh, I love Jennifer Garner so much. And I feel bad because we've been talking about Ben Affleck so much. And we need to get that Jennifer Garner topic in here more we have to talk about jennifer garner okay the garner carner is the sweet little corner or should i say carner of the celebrity news cycle where we talk about the ever so wholesome jennifer garner and today we're talking about this picture of her with her kids and you might think why do they have a stroller they don't, there's no babies in the family all her kids are like you know aged out of strollers at this point well if you look a little closer in that stroller is not a baby. It's a cat. She went on a walk with her kids and they pushed a little cat in a stroller. Don't you love it? Don't you just love it? All right, we'll be right back. And when we come back, we'll have Claire Downs. I'm so fucking rich. And I'm so fucking rich. And really. And we're back. Okay, you know what? Let's do it. Let's introduce the talented cultural influencer writer extraordinaire claire downs she's here on the show claire thank you so much for being here oh thank you for having me uh you know kate um i just want to say that i'm tired of being batwoman um it's too much work being batwoman uh yeah you're batwoman 
Well, you know, Ruby Rose, she oh, yeah. said she doesn't want to be that woman anymore because she's too tired because it's too much work. And honestly, yeah. like, I feel for her. It's a lot of work to be Batwoman. I feel like, what happened to Ruby Rose? Where did she go? She's tired. She's too tired. She's too tired. Yeah. I haven't seen her in forever. Um, yeah. Claire, I'm so happy you're here. I asked this of all my guests, like, what are your thoughts, like, blue sky on the celebrity news cycle during quarantine like what's your take on everything if you had to if you had to have any overarching thoughts well it really is a haves and have not scenario to an extreme degree because if you're just a random person you're you're not that you cannot have are a lot they it's a lot more than normal like we like to trick ourselves into thinking we're closer to stardom than we are like regularly, but like now it's like, you know, the pli- the private jet trips, like Brittany took some private jet trips around to various places. The people are being able to see any family. They're just kind of not taking it seriously. It's just, it's, it's way more extreme. And like, I think that's why my Christian Cavallari thread just went so crazy is because like people were as mad as I was being like, wait they're like laughing it up in a very traditional spring break right now and people are literally dying alone on ventilators like um if you if you if you didn't know claire is the author of the super viral kristen cavallari (laughs) jay cutler in the bahamas during quarantine thread and it, it came out the day before they got divorced so they got in a fight about coming back from the bahamas and then got divorced. I I don't think you're the reason they got divorced, Claire. I'm not saying that. It's just like crazy. Like, Good. no, you're, they did not. Anyone who watched that show could tell you their marriage was like very weird. And he didn't like that she like had a job, which is like a huge red flag. Like he was like wanting her to be like a trad wife. And she like basically is. And it wasn't good enough for him. Like her whatever yeah yeah and the show got canceled so my theory that i published about this being a great time because renewals are right now um do you think it got canceled help it did it got canceled last week but she said she would i thought maybe she didn't want to do it i thought it was her like she quit well that's a dumb career move i because I would, I would think that would be so stupid of E to cancel that show because I was ready to yeah. start watching. I was ready to become a Cavallari head. Yeah, it could have been, like, uh, about being divorced and being, like, this now hated, like, all... I'm from Chicago, so, like, all my Chicago fans, they already hated her because she said she thought Chicago was gross or something like that. Don't quote me on that. She said something like that. I one mean, time. she she's and kind then, of famous for putting her foot in her mouth a lot. Yeah, she's and, like uh, says some dumb shit a lot of the time. But okay, Claire, Claire and I have been texting about Mustique, which is this private island in the Caribbean where yeah. Kelly Ripa. Now we know she's staying there. It's where Tommy Hilfiger has a house. And I like, what do you think about the whole like Mustique of it all, Claire? 
So if I could just give you some like history. So it's part of the Grenadines. Um, it was a sugar plantation. Then when slavery was abolished, it went basically deserted until the 60s when this man named Colin, who was, um, well, he's a baron. And his full like title is Lord Glen Connor Colin Tennant, Bar- who is a baron, and uh, yeah. So they, I wrote this down. There's 90 homes on the island, and the the Mustique Company owns it. Um, this is kind of funny. Mustique is named for the mosquitoes on the island. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like kind of like I- shitty. It's like there's mosquitoes. Yeah, it's a made-up, it's like there was nothing there. Then they built it up in the 60s from scratch, and it was like this dilapidated thing. Um, Oh, one article I read, so there's a dress code. You need to wear, if you're a man, a polo shirt and shorts during the day. Okay. And then at night, night you can't wear shorts. You have to wear pants. You can't Um, wear shorts at night? It's an island. What if your legs are hot at night? That's a, like a, you know maybe it's because of the mosquitoes maybe it's because of the mosquitoes they'll eat your ankles. I guess. And then it one article I read from the Irish Times said uh, you're not considered rich on mosquito unless you have half a bill. Oh my god, that is so shady! Wow, so they're like true. This is like truly like the the upper echelon of the 1%. This is like the 0.001% in most Yeah, and it's not clear. I don't think Kelly owns there because I looked around, but one article I said I saw said that you can rent for 30,000 a month there. Okay, so they're um, they're renting something that's around 30,000 a month. And they've been there for now yeah. 2 months two months and then um on my newsletter i i looked into like what their official covid19 um you know statements were uh so it's i'll just read this here uh mystique does not have testing facilities for the covid19 furthermore we do not have staff or adequate location for quarantining any patients if they were confirmed as having COVID-19. Oh my God. The company has identified 20 bedrooms with individual bathroom facilities should they be needed. So they have no (laughs) medical facilities? No, they, I looked into it. They have a clinic. Oh my God. So you basically have to get like a helicopter the fuck out of there or you go to a, a, a hotel room. That's your hospital room is just like an empty hotel room. Yeah, so um, they they said that, you know, it's 45 minutes from Barbados by, by seaplane, which is the closest island. But then I did some research, and obviously Barbados is an extremely fragile nation. They have their own resources that they would need to use. Um, the next closest Grenadines Islands are not really accessible, or they don't really have the facilities. The closest would be Barbados, so that would be another country's resources you would be using oh my god um <laughs> so there's and, like there's no resources there's no they're like almost no. no medical resources so kelly ripa went there we think on march um 17th ish which was like 
you knew at that point that you were going to an island that didn't have enough resources and like you we were already in an, a national state of emergency and the pandemic was global at that point but you she still decided i'm going to go to mustique 30,000 a month like let's just get on the pj and go yeah well furthermore at the time in new york if you remember testing was extremely rare like you couldn't just get a covid test you know remember when chris Jenner got the COVID test. Um, it was like sh- kind of shocking at the time. Yeah. And there was no, I mean, it's possible that she got a COVID test before she got on the plane, but it's also probable that she got on the plane without knowing her status, the status of her husband, of Mark Consuelos, of anyone she was with, her kids. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. I'm obsessed with Mustique. I I found out, I went on their website. Jack, do you want to pull up their website? It's creepy. It's really creepy. I found their, like, official, like, I guess they're basically a resort, Mustique. They were, like, they they wrote, uh, you know, no one's allowed in. They basically are, like, we're closed. You can't come in. I tried to see how much a room would cost, like, next year, and, like, they're all booked out for, like, or they're not open opening reservations or something. I wanted to know what it would be to just like stay there as like a normal person, not normal. No one normal can stay there. By the way, I, no, I'm not affording Lustique. Yeah. Um, so I also looked up um, where how it is in proximity to Jeffrey Epstein's island, in Little Saint James. Here's a map. Here's a map. So if you look at the map. <laughs> Little St. James is where the little pin is. It's pretty close there. And then uh, if you go all the way down to the bottom of the Virgin Islands, there is Moustique. Oh, look, Jack's got the little cursor. It's right there at the bottom. Oops. 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 Jack, just go back to the main screen. Yeah, it's in the flight path of the Lolita Express, that's for sure. It's in the flight path. It's in the flight path. <laughs> um, do you know that David Ge- You know about David Geffen? He's over there right now. I think he's still in- on his yacht. Did you see his it's yacht? Like, yeah, but is he like circling Mystique? Or- I'm, imag- I'm kind of thinking maybe he lives in Mystique or something. I have no proof of this. I, just, I feel like... If all the rich people from America are going to Moustique, David Geffen's got to be docking nearby, right? Did you see this video that John Mayer made? Let's play a clip of it. I don't know if you can hear me. Get get it out of here. Um, any final thoughts on Moustique before we move on to um, our next topic? You know, I would say pitting, you know, relaxation over, like, colonization is just some food for thought. Yep. You know, if, if your relaxation is a form of colonization, there are other ways to relax, is what I'll say. Yeah, you don't have to colonize. And you don't have to go to a place that literally was a plantation 
And there's a restaurant on there called like the Cotton Field or something. <laughs> like there's some restaurant that's like, now that I know it was a plantation, I'm like, yeah, yikes. Okay. They called it a cotton factory. They said there used to be a cotton factory. I'm like, okay, you mean where slaves worked probably? Okay, great. And you kept the great. name? You kept the name? Great. Great, 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 great. Um, let's talk about Lady Gaga's Weather Channel Spawn Con. Let's play this video. Maybe not the whole thing, but let's watch <laughs> this video that Gaga put out that is truly, like, confusing. Just play it, Jack. It was beautiful just yesterday, but oh, wow, how things have changed. Today, it is pouring rain. We are soaking wet. And while some are complaining of the recent downpour, we would like to celebrate the rain. Live from Beverly Hills is Ariana Grande with more to report. Thanks, Gaga. Rain on me, soon on me. Waterless misery, but the people are still going. So true, Ariana. The world is rising up in a massive act of kindness to celebrate the rain the world so desperately needs to quench the thirst of the earth. Are we thirsty or what? Oh, we are thirsty indeed. And what the locals are now saying globally is, rain on me. Yes, spring on the rain. We are more ready than ever to work together. It'll be raining all summer, but we'll surely be dancing as it does. We're soaking wet, but hopeful and broadly positive. Back to you, Back to you in the studio. All right. That's pretty much it. Um, okay, so they, like, show the Weather Channel logo in that video in multiple spots. It's on the umbrellas that they're holding, and it's in, like, the corner as, like, a little on-screen graphic. Like, why on earth is... Is Rain On Me, like, sponsored by the Weather Channel as, like, a song? Like, did they get paid for this? I think they got, uh, I think Lady Gaga got an opportunity. And so they saw she was coming out with a song called uh, Rain On Me. And they, I think the Weather Channel is doing very poorly right now because no one is checking the weather because no one's going outside because what the hell does it matter right. if it's sunny or raining? You're and no one's be like, no one's, tra- no one's traveling. Like, I feel like that's, I check the weather if I'm going somewhere. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So they desperately yeah. need like millennials and Gen Z to like care about the weather channel or something. And as Macho Pineapple said in the chat, their demographic is dying, which is absolutely like table is like be is done and uh you know they, I mean, they want that younger younger uh cred you know here's what i have to ask uh, what so why did ariana shoot hers inside her house she's if, if you're listening to the podcast ariana grande has like an umbrella and an assistant is pouring like a shower or like a bath nozzle of like fake rain over the umbrella so that it looks like rain what, but why didn't she go outside? New York? Is it New York? No, she's in LA. Hmm. It makes no sense. Um, I think she just like didn't. I think she wanted to control the lighting. That's my theory. So there's water all over her floor now. I mean, she's in a bathroom. It looks like, but it's still like indoors. Yeah, she chose to do that and, indoors. <laughs> and then 
someone in the chat said that the landscaper keeps the hose outside and Ariana Grande doesn't know where it is. Oh my God. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Okay. A-O-T-Y. A-O-T-Y in the chat. Ariana Grande doesn't know where the landscaper keeps the hose outside. So she had to use the shower. Honestly, I think that's true. I think that's correct. That's the thing. And then I, I also think that there's a chance that uh, that's the makeup artist in uh, Gaga's side. Because yeah. her makeup is fully done. But I think the person showering Ariana Grande, please confirm this, Kate. Is that the real estate agent she's dating? It kind of looks like him. Oh, just play the video again for like a hot second, Jack. If you could just go back to the part where the guy is hosing Ariana, Ariana's umbrella. I can tell you if it's the guy or not. I'm it was beautiful it's... just yesterday, but oh, we'll wow, how there. things have changed. Today, yeah. it is pouring I mean, I, rain. I'm pretty sure we are people soaking. are all getting I'm close to the I don't know if they're quarantining with It was beautiful yeah. just yesterday, but oh, wow, how things have changed. You can't, we can't find it. We it's it's too it's too hard from a technical standpoint. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's not the guy she's dating. Not the guy. Not the guy. Um, I don't think it's the guy. He he's not wearing a mask either. But the other the woman is who's. I think it. We're I'm at the her. point where it's like, I'm so fatigued by celebrities not taking quarantine seriously, especially with their like enormous platforms. It's so irresponsible and reckless to like not take any of this seriously um i'm so burnt out on it to the point where i'm just like i don't even fucking it's not even news to me anymore i I just assume every celebrity thinks the rules don't apply to them and sucks about quarantine shit yeah uh i'm fatigued by it i'm fatigued i need it it's sucks because it sets an example for all the little wannabe influencers that I see in Griffith Park on my morning walks who are doing photo shoots with five people squatting in their sports bras and they all don't have masks on I saw that today so uh because that's who they want to be so they like look up to it it just it sucks ugh um we were going to maybe talk about the Maude Apatow article. Um, we only have like one minute left, but like there's this article in Variety, Maude Apatow. Here's the, the, the headline is like what, what um, is kind of weird. And Brendan Gallagher, my friend and Claire's husband, had a, a good tweet about this and brought it to my attention. But the headline of the article is Maude Apatow has comedy in her DNA, but says she'll never stop fighting to prove herself. I mean, they're saying that because she's Judd Apatow's daughter, but it is really like not good to say comedy's in her DNA because it kind of implies that your parents' jobs are in your DNA. So a house, this is what Brendan said, something to the effect of like, you're saying a house cleaner's DNA's like if your mom's a house cleaner you have house cleaning in your dna or something it's just a weird nepo- weird way to like be like yes nepotism like cool <laughs> what yeah. do you think about this um profile of Maud apatow so my first thing that i latched on to you know just sort of um angrily scrolling here was uh this part in the center 
that says uh, that Maude actually had to audition for her role in the film. The film is The King of Staten Island, directed by her father, right. Judd Apatow, and then starring Pete Davidson. And she plays, I guess, the sister of Pete Davidson? or Yes. And, or is it the love interest? I, she's I don't not know. A, 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 lar- a large part, but there's a part where she says um, they had auditions because, so Judd says, I wanted to make sure the chemistry with Pete was correct. We wanted to see them together to see what their vibe was. Davidson needed a little convincing. We held a bunch of auditions and Maude stood out from this day one. He says, I was always a fan of Maude, but right after we read with her, we were like, bingo. That's her father talking about his daughter auditioning? That's, that, that's Pete okay. saying that when once he saw Maude, after Judd brought her in, he said bingo because... Well, Judd is essentially director, Pete's boss, right? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Just, your do- He's not going to say your daughter sucks. <laughs> I just imagine, like, these poor actresses coming in, they're like, Oh, are you auditioning for the same part as me? What's your name? Oh, it's Maude. Oh, you're Maude. Oh, oh, what's your last name? Ask- <laughs> oh, fuck. I should go home now. <laughs> I don't like this because, like, if I don't listen, there's a lot of nepotism, whatever. I just like I'm just like just don't pretend it doesn't exist. Just don't act like you earned it. Like Dakota Johnson is nepotism, but I feel like she does it right where she's just like. Yeah, like all my relatives are famous. I yeah, yeah and she's like she was saying Ellen was problematic. Yeah, like, she she uses her nepotism for good. She uses it to to hold Ellen DeGeneres accountable. She's my hero. Yeah, I feel like she also keeps Chris Martin in line. That's just me saying that. I feel the same vibe, Claire. I'm picking up on that vibe too. Um, yeah, I feel like if you're Maude Apatow, just be like, yeah, I know I'm Maude Apatow. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to keep acting, though. Like, see you at the movies. <laughs> like, you don't have to pretend like you're earning things. Like, we're not, we're not, we yeah. don't care. Like, just don't lie. <laughs> or, or Jane Fonda was like, oh, my dad, Henry Fonda, he's an asshole. Like, for many years. That's a path I would That's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, did you watch the Ryan Murphy show called Hollywood? She's in it for, and she they give her like two lines, and it's really funny. They like barely let Maude Apatow act in that. It's very strange. She's like the most underwritten role. Her role is just like angry pregnant woman, and she says like three lines the entire show. That's I I'm confused there. That's like next we're gonna see a deadline article of Brian Murphy and Judd Apatow are collaborating on a show called Comedy about stand up comedy in the 1980s. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. That was like um, yeah, I would not be surprised. Um, Claire has an amazing newsletter. It comes out every single day. It's one of my favorite things in quarantine. Um, so please, can you plug the newsletter, tell people where to find it? Claire has a section in the newsletter about celebrities every single day. And she's like, literally, I think I'm on the cutting edge of celebrity news. Claire's always like one heartbeat ahead of me. So you got to subscribe to Claire's newsletter. Where can people find it, Claire? Um, yeah, so it's called going down 
So it's goingdown.substack.com. We, you know, we do it five days a week. We meaning just me. And it's some celebrity stuff. It's some hot takes. It's some other stuff too, like random articles I find online. Um, And, you know, a lot of juicy gossip. That's what interests me. And, uh, yeah, it's great. So give it a try, and if you don't like it, then uh, unsubscribe. <laughs> I highly recommend. I love the newsletter. Um, you can also follow Claire on Twitter. I think, what is your Twitter again? At Claire C. Downs or something? C. Downs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So follow Claire everywhere. Claire's the best. And we got to have you back. Come back to the show anytime, Claire. I'll ask. I'll bug you about coming back soon. I feel like we could talk for like another two hours, but sadly we're out of time. Well, we can do that on our downtime, you know. Yeah, I'll just call you later today because we're friends in real life. (laughs) Okay, um, bye, Claire. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll see you next time. Everybody, subscribe to Going Downs. All right, I'm going to hang up on Claire. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching this episode of Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I've been your host, Kate Raft. Thanks for supporting the show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave reviews, subscribe on Twitch. If you're a podcast listener, you can still help the show by subscribing on Twitch. And um, follow us at Hot and Rich Show. Follow me at Kate Raft. Thank you to Jack Allison, my producer. He's the best. We love Jack. And email me if you want hotandrichshow at gmail.com and you can also go to hotandrichshow.com for all the links that I just talked about. Love you and until Friday stay hot and stay rich. I'm so fucking rich and hot. I'm so fucking rich.